the film is about West Virginia, but it's also about the places and the people outside of West Virginia. It's really kind of a, a mirror to the rest of the country, if not beyond this country's borders. It's a story of radical resolve in the face of, uh, uh, of corporate malfeasance, in the face of environmental and ecosystem destruction, and the oppression of communities and people and workers. And that's something that I think people in a lot of places can relate to, you know, not just West Virginia. So while it is a specific history of West Virginia coal areas um, and, you know, kind of the shift that's happening now from coal to fracking, the story goes a lot deeper and spreads a lot wider and further than just West Virginia. Folks can check out hardroadofhope.com to see some trailers in terms of what exactly is in the film. I guess the the, the film will do a better job uh, describing that than I can uh, verbally. Like I said, it's a history of West Virginia, and it's a, it's a present look at West Virginia and the people that are fighting for their home places, both in the face of coal and, uh, and fracking. I think uh, an interesting point to bring up is the UMWA, the United Mine Workers Union of America, just recently uh, put out a statement saying that they are for a just transition away from fossil fuels. And this is huge, right, because it really speaks to the fact that the workers themselves, you know, the people whose job it is to extract these resources, are they themselves not only aware uh, of, of the issues at hand, both in terms of, um, you know, the ecocide, but also the destruction of their own communities and their own home places, um, but they, they are also aware of the solution, you know, the just transition away from this towards something sustainable, towards something green. And I think what we should all really do is, is, is listen to them, listen to what these workers need. I think a lot of times they're ignored um, or cast aside as like, oh, you're part of the problem. Um, and I think, you know, this is a nice reminder that they're not. And my film tries to make that same point. Um, and so the future has to be a future of collaboration, of working with folks who are affected by these projects and who are a part of these projects uh, vis-a-vis having to work for them because that's the only job option in their area. So I think uh, in terms of the future, however it pans out, however we try to build something, we have to build it together, and that's not just a platitude, that's the, that's the reality. What is justice when we're having it in this conversation? Well, I can, I can speak for myself and how I see it based on my 16-plus um, my years of working on, with frontline issues. Justice, to me, is a livable future and a place where people not only survive, uh, but have the ability to thrive. And that does mean everybody. And that demands that there are no pe- there are no billionaires, you know, that there are no there are no corporate goons that hang over our heads. Uh, and I would really say that uh, it, it demands a complete system shift, um, not just for ourselves as humans, but for our planet, our ecosystems. Uh, because a, a system that is based on uh, perpetual growth, and perpetual extraction cannot survive on a finite planet with finite resources. So I think that justice to me looks like a, a significant system shift. And again, that's collaborative. It's also autonomous. So what works and is right for the hills and hollers of West Virginia might not be the same direction that folks in, uh, in Pennsylvania take or in Louisiana or Washington State, you know. Uh, our communities need to decide for ourselves uh, what we feel is best so that our communities can thrive. We try to have conversations around here occasionally about the real cost of, uh, of energy, the real cost of everything, uh, literally everything that uh, we do and consume. Is that what this is about, uh, determining 
who has paid real costs and who will have to pay real costs in the future? I guess it depends on what you mean by pay. I think, um, you know, as human beings, we have to consume a lot less, and that goes for everything from, you know, paper products to uh, to, to clothes to, you know, to, to the houses we buy. Uh, consumption overall has to has to go down. Uh, you know, if everyone in the world lived like the average American, we'd need five planets to sustain. Um, so I think that is a, a, a big point. And of course, if you look at, you know, I mentioned billionaires, if you look at the people who are responsible for most of the uh, most of the emissions, it's billionaires and it's the rich. Um, and that is also a, an extreme um, an extreme issue that has to be dealt with. Uh, and so I think in terms of, you know, what things cost and who has to pay for them, I think the simple answer is is that the people have paid both in terms of lives and in terms of actual money for a very long time. I mean, just in the past 40 years, <clears throat> or I think since 1970, so um, uh, even more than that, in the, you know, in that past half century, some like $7 trillion has been funneled from the working class to the richest Americans. And that is basically theft. So when we talk about who's paying for it, it's us. We're the ones paying for it. We're paying for our own lack of health care. We're paying for our own lack of a livable future and, you know, a safe home place where our kids can drink the tap water without fear of, uh, of, of repercussions. Um, and so that needs to shift. And so the cost needs to be on the people who are creating these realities um, and the cost needs to be on them in terms of coming up with a solution. Anything else you would like to add? Uh, just that uh, the screening is this Saturday, April 24th, and uh, folks can email coleregions at gmail.com if they'd like to get the information for that. Uh, it won't just be a screening of the film. It will also be a discussion with uh, environmental organizers, um, talking, uh, among other things, also about just transitions. Uh, like I mentioned with the UMWA. And if you can't make it, uh, feel free to head over to hardroadofhope.com where you can see trailers and you can also watch the film.